Hey guys, it's Kalo Baby. Today we have switched gears for our first segment, or well, for my first segment. Um, I'm going to be talking about working in motherhood, as that's part of the reason why my segment has switched gears for today. Um, the rest of the week will be based on business entrepreneurs. Today we're just doing a bit more of a freelance. I do have my co-host here, who also happens to be blood-related. It's my sister. Hey. So my co-host Shanti here will be assisting me in discussing the topic of working in motherhood. <laughs> Speaking of motherhood. Speaking of motherhood. He wants more chips. All right, so, hey everyone. So, you know, I was very excited. I, what, first, let me introduce myself. My name's Shanti. And when my sister came to me with this idea about talking about motherhood and discussing, I'm like, eh, you know, it's a little dry of a topic. Is anyone gonna be interested? But then I thought about it. I'm like, it's so imperative to talk about this issue because let's face it you know what I mean a lot of the workforce are parents and you know we wanted to really hone in on talking about motherhood as opposed to parenthood which is important to also talk about the hard-working fathers out there definitely want to give them a shout out as well but we definitely wanted to look at some of the hardships that come with being in the workforce and still you know being a uh, awesome kick-ass mom and how hard it is to do the day-to-day activities so i think this is going to be a good podcast what do you think i mean i think so i thought it was going to start off a little boring but i mean (laughs) i mean i think it's good that you guys kind of do get the idea of what it is like to be a mother and working and how hard it is to find that balance of having something for you and then also making the best life that you could possibly make for your child. And a lot does come with it. Today is a perfect example. Today I was supposed to be interviewing Mr. J. Rich, as you do know, unfortunately, because being a mom, um, I did kind of backfire on being on time. On time, on time, mm-hmm. on time. Is there even such a thing? Like, honestly, I mean, of course, there are some moms that just make it happen and make it look so fucking effortless. Mm -hmm. And fuck you, moms. I'm joking. (laughs) You guys are really awesome. I'm kidding. But honestly, though, like some moms make it look like it's so easy. Easy. Like they come out looking fabulous. No spit up on their friggin shirt. And their hair is coiffed and look fucking great. And they come to work on time and they're on top of shit. I'm like that sometimes, but not all the fucking time. Um, you know, so there's a little, there's a little, uh, I guess you can say statistic that says that people that are procrastinators are a lot smarter. I like to believe so because I'm a big procrastinator. Then but... I'm a genius. <laughs> I'm legit with Einstein then. We're all geniuses. <laughs> because it's hard. It's hard to find that time to say, okay, if you want me here by three o'clock, can I be here by three? I mean, I can promise you I can be there by four. Yeah. And, you know, like to kind of go off of that, we were kind of discussing the idea of if workplaces in general, regardless of what sector you work in, if there was more accommodations made for moms, would we be better employees? Like if, if we weren't so stringent on deadlines and I mean be here exactly at 8.55 in the morning, if you said, you know what, if you're going to come here at 9.30, Make up the time afterwards. Yeah. Or can I drop my son to soccer, watch his game, and then come back to the <laughs> office? Like, would we be better employees? I know that sounds absolutely batshit crazy, but I think, yeah. A lot of my, my places, employment, it was the stringency that really killed the vibe and, and really didn't work for me was the fact that my life is hectic being a mom. Mm-hmm. I have a beautiful six-year-old son and things happen you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i have to bring him to t-ball and i can't stay at the office to chit chat and finish that extra bit of paperwork because i have stuff to do but also this is what pays my bills so i do take working seriously so i'm not trying to make light of the responsibilities at hand of working and all the 
things that come along with that and you know what I mean everybody has a life I get that but what I'm just saying is if it was a little bit more lax if there was more fluidity in the workplace and I also think that it is a bit difficult to be on time and it's not to say that mothers are people that don't know how to adhere to deadlines or adhere to a certain scheduled clock but when life becomes less about you and more about somebody else it is a bit difficult and you do put your child first in everything that you do whether it's a job whether it's an interview whether it's a relationship your set priority is how does my child fit into this mm -hmm. every single time and um i think that's why it is kind of difficult to find a balance of being completely consistent with being on time yeah and i would love to show up to things at three o'clock on the dot but when you have to get a toddler ready who is kicking and screaming because they'd like to put their clothes on by themselves even though they're putting it on backwards or not even getting their head in the hole of the shirt Preach. it makes it a little bit difficult to be on time and you don't want to forget things all kids are different if your son has an allergy you need to make sure the medications in the bag if he has asthma the puffer needs to be in the bag wipes diapers all that stuff is critical when packing and to even you know elaborate a little bit more this journey is not just dealing with young children because i feel that the obstacles quite literally transcend as your child grows older you know what i mean like as i mentioned my son's six and while he's far more independent he's still a child and i still have to worry about other parts of motherhood that are you know what i mean still difficult like okay so i'm working on this it's for work i need my zen space to really get this stuff done there's a deadline mom i need to tell you about this show what happened at school those very imperative conversations for me to know what is going on in my child's life but i'm super busy mm -hmm. and i've been putting off this project at work for so long it's like where is the time you have to get him in bed by a certain time you know what i mean then wake up and do it all over again so it's it's difficult i can only imagine as they get older you think it would get easier but then you also worry about uh-oh, he's 13. <laughs> or she. We keep saying he, but... Yeah. Or she. Or she. We do keep saying he. I think it's just because we're both raising sons. Yeah, and the idea that, okay, now they're okay to be home by themselves. That, oh, come on, guys, be honest. Some of the funnest things you did is when your mom was <laughs> at work, okay? And you had the house to yourself, and you're on a deadline as well to be like, okay, get everybody out by this time because you know the key's going to turn at this specific time you know what i mean but anyways it's just it transcends like okay now that they're home alone what could happen we hear so many horrible things out there mm -hmm. in the world on the news and you're like wow being a mom can be hard and working yeah. but it needs to be done so i and definitely a, want to talk about it it's a kick-ass job i need you guys to you know really touch base when it comes to your mothers you know we take them for granted at times and um They've gone through a lot in order to accommodate the lifestyles that we have now. Mm -hmm. And, um, and when for... we were talking about this, it was so interesting because we were like, are we being spoiled little bratty moms? Because let's be fair. Well, we're not going to go into our whole dissertation about our careers currently, but we work. Okay, we get, we get that money is what we, we do. We get that shit done. We, we secure the bag. We get it done. But we were looking and we were like, dude. Our mom, we're, you know, products of immigrant parents. And when they came here, it was a lot harder to be a mom then. And it's still hard now, but it was different hardships, right? Like, we are fortunate enough to say we have one job that could pay our bills. Mm -hmm. It was the norm for our moms to have two, three jobs, legit. And it was very communal back then. So it was like, okay, auntie watches us for this time. Grandma got us on the weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we, and everything was fine because they were assured our mom was assured that she's doing what's best yes. to give us a better life and to see her hardworking inspired us to be hardworking individuals as well mm -hmm. and also everybody all hands were on deck because they saw our mom saying okay she's not chilling at home she's not partying she's legit going she's not work. gonna do her nails you know what i mean i'm a big nails person by the way yeah which is not <laughs> a problem because we need that but i'm telling you it's it's hard we're lucky that we have one job that does 
what we need to get done but what about those people that have to work three jobs just to make ends meet you know what i mean it's really really hard you know what also is hard trying to get a clean podcast going and your child keeps saying uh more mom more because he wants more chips listen there's only so much chips i can eat in a day if it was ice cream it'd be a different story you know it's a little bit easier but um you know being there are joys to being a parent and working especially as a mother you you get to have something for yourself as much as there is that mommy guilt you get to have that that something to reassure you like you know what i'm a hard-working mom i get shit done i need something for myself i want something to make me feel a bit whole again not to say that your child doesn't but when you do have a kid you do have a lot of selflessness and you kind of forget who you are you forget what what it is about yourself that made people attracted to you made you want to go out and have conversations which by the way as a mom you learn fuck i don't want to talk to anybody fuck i'd rather just be by myself it's 10 times fucking easier but um but there's many reasons for that too like I know she sounds very emo and saying that, but what <laughs> happens is a lot of things that come with motherhood that they don't prep you for, like mommy guilt, mommy shaming. You know what I mean? I've been on both sides of the fence. This is Shanti speaking, by the way. But yeah, I've been on both sides of the fence where I was a stay-at-home mom, super duper awesome, made all the best meals in the world. Uh, was able she can really cook, by yeah, the way. No, I, I really throw She throws down in the kitchen. <laughs> but, like, legit, I was able to bring him to extracurricular activities. I was able to make awesome meals. I even started homeschooling my son since he was, like, two. So I was really super-duper hands-on deck. Then, you know, bills needed to be paid, so I went back into the workforce. And then I started to feel that guilt. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm missing these very pivotal moments in my child's life is it all worth it because here's the real big question and this is where you know bills need to be paid we all everything really to survive in this world it takes money but i had that hard question which i would love to hear from you guys and see how you felt what is your child gonna remember is he gonna remember the jordans is he gonna remember that cute shirt and that vacation or the time you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That you spent, and it's we when we start working, you start to say, "Oh, well, I'm gonna compensate by buying him these stuff, bringing him to these awesome places." Mm-hmm. But it's hard, and then you see some moms as we started off the podcast by saying that seems like they have it all the fuck together. They don't. They don't. <laughs> or if so, they have so much fucking help. Like honestly, they do. I think so. Maybe I'm hating. Who knows? Who knows? But I mean. <laughs> As a, as a mom, too, there's no such thing as convenient time. There's also no such thing as idle time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I would love to say that's one of the biggest things my sister has taught me about, which also happens to be Shanti, by the way. Um, you know, there is no such thing as idle time as a mom. You, you have to be able to prep yourself for a lot of things when your child is about to start school, mm-hmm. um, when they want to take on an extracurricular activity, all those things come into play when they do say, hey, I want to go to Tom or Lisa's house to hang out. Those things are big things. You know what I mean? Those are things you have to prep yourself for. I don't want Julian to go anywhere, by the way. <laughs> um, and in the, in the sense of having convenient time, there is no convenient time because, you know, if your kid is sleeping, you should be sleeping. But that time is used to do laundry yep. to plan out your work schedule to plan out k little baby's podcast and and you know what like i experienced mommy guilt on a real level mm-hmm. so i actually got to attend uh, a field trip for my son and it i am going to be completely honest with you it did not come on the heels of just hey this is what i'm supposed to do i was working I had scheduled my vacation time to do appointments, which is another thing. Like, employees, employers, sorry, that are listening, our sick days are used for our kids, okay? (laughs) Kids, okay? Sick (laughs) days are not used for fun. That is not a drill. That is the truth. Like, seriously, we love our babies, but they're germ magnets. And a lot of the times, we use our sick days to bring them to the doctor. We use our sick days to, you know, legitimately do all the things that we don't get to do when we're working 
But as I mentioned about mommy girl, so my son came to me and I will definitely not say any names. He was like, oh, so-and-so's mom comes to all the field trips, mom. Why don't you come to the field trips? And then I spoke to the person and she's an awesome lady, by the way. And she only works part-time. And I was like, how fortunate that she's able to work part-time and come to these field trips. My son doesn't care about that though. He wants to know why is my ass not at these field trips all the damn time. So I let him know, I said, I'm gonna try my hardest. And I came and I had a fantastic time. But Mommy Gil came in, cause she's the lady, the mom, she was so cool, but she was like, oh, why don't you just come to this? Why don't you just come to that? As if I am the CEO of where I was working. So I was like, really dude, I can't make it to everything. But that's why I say it's, it's a juggling act, but I was so happy to make it to that specific field trip i did not make it to any fucking others (laughs) because it's a production right like i was really involved i made the best of it helped with all the kids it was so much fun but you know what i mean that mommy girl came in when she was like why don't you just come to that as if like duh i do it why don't you do it and then we realized we have complete different circumstances circumstances you know and that's important to really note that we shouldn't make people feel guilty for what they got to do you know what i mean and you know that that just boils down into general life on a whole. I think a lot of people guilt trip individuals because they feel entitled to certain things. And um, that sense of entitlement, guys, you got to fucking lose it. Because let's be honest, you have a life, I have a life, the next person beside you has a life. If you look to the left, look to the right, you guys are not walking the same paths. So I need you guys to remember, don't look at whose grass is greener because fuck as green as it is, you don't know if they ask somebody to like, hey, go to Canadian Tire and get that grass so that I can put on. And you know the interesting thing is to kind of go off what Kay's saying. It's it's kind of, I know some people are listening and like, well, aren't you talking about entitlement? You're a mom. You chose to have a child mm-hmm. and you need to make money. So why do we care what is going on in your child's life? Show up, do your job, shut up. I get that idea, 100%. But why I really want to have this conversation is... If things are tweaked a bit, we're not asking for us to get paid and not do shit. We're just saying if there was more understanding, more empathy of how working mothers' lives work, mm-hmm. wouldn't we be better employees? Like, imagine, think about this. All the moms, all the people listening, not even just the moms, the fathers that have to help out and pick their babies up too. If there was daycare on site, how fucking awesome would that be? How? Whoa, what a life. Woocha. I think every mom would be on time. We would. I really do. Because that, that commute to drop my son off to daycare, then come into the office, like if there was a daycare on site, come on. I could even stay later at the office. I don't know if I'd stay later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all you that. You hear that, my employer? That's Shanti. I would stay later at the Shanti would stay later. Que lo baby ain't got much time for that. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I got a life to live. I like to do things. I like to go out. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. I like to have a drink. You know what I mean? So, like, if we had on-site... Some places do, but many places don't. That's true. You know true. what I mean? Yeah. Or if they could... And you know what I, I learned about, too? Is... Being a mom, it kind of creates a environment of dishonesty. Because, as I mentioned to you, I'm sorry, employees that are listening, but it's true. No, we did not have a cold seven times in the month of February. What Didn't. really happened was my son had a cough on Friday. I couldn't get an appointment till <laughs> Wednesday of the following week. Then I realized that he has this little rash that should go to the dermatologist. You know what I mean? But we can't say that because then we seem like we're a problem for having real life issues with our child. That and then I think it's also us asking for, I don't want to say favors, but we're kind of looking for people to be a little bit more sympathetic for us. And guess what? I'm not. I'm not a charity case. So that's the last thing I want. But it's to just have that more initial understanding of I am a mom. I do have a lot going on, and I'm taking care of a completely other human. Us as humans, we're so used to just coming into this world and mainly focusing on ourselves. Not to say that we don't care about our families or significant others, but we're so used to just focusing on us, making bank for us. So, you know, it's a a hard adjustment to come into and... 
want to, I guess, say we, we deserve a bit more of an extra accommodation. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to balance yourself a bit better. And for me, this is Kalo baby. I want to say I'm sorry to all employers where I have been late and have used the excuse of, oh, my kid wasn't feeling that great. Not that it's an excuse. It's a fact, man. It is a fact, but you know, to them, it's an excuse. Yep. And I just yeah. like to let you know, daycares, daycares is what make your children the most susceptible to a cold, to a sickness, to a germ, Shout to an to anything. Daycares. Thanks, daycares. We appreciate <laughs> no, y'all. No, I mean, let's face it. You know, they do help us. Daycares are great facilities. They're private, public, all that good stuff. And they allow us to go to work. So we're not trying to knock that. But I'm telling you, things only moms could understand. Like, how does my child have a runny nose for six months? Or how come, how come when I pick up my kid, um, he looks like, hello, sir, is there any more food? Like, dude, they, we send them looking presentable, and then you're almost wondering if that's still our child. Like, no, literally. I'm just asking you, send him back clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, send him back with a fresh face, like he just walked you off the runway. You know teachers hate us right now. You guys are awesome and superstars, and we appreciate you. But we're just saying, these are all things of a working mom. Like, oh my gosh. Like, there's a lot of shit to get done. So, you know, I mean, I definitely would like to leave this podcast on a note of working in motherhood is not easy. Mm-hmm. To the kick-ass mothers that do it, Power to you, kudos to you, you awards to you. I have to say something, because I know we're going to get black for this for sure. Stay-at-home moms work. They do. I've been on both sides of the fence. They do work. So a lot of people uh, might hear this and be like, oh, because I put my key in the ignition and legit drive and go. No. When I was at home, I was so sleep-deprived being a stay-at-home mom because you almost feel like you have a higher standard you have to adhere to. You do. You know, people are like, oh, you get to sleep all day? Have you lost your ever-loving mind? Fuck, let's all sleep all day. You know, seriously, like, when your son has a million questions and they want to eat every five minutes and you're thinking, okay, I'm not going to let the TV raise him, so let's go take a (laughs) walk. Let's go do this. Let's go. So stay-at-home moms, you guys are all part of this conversation as well. You guys work very, very hard. And I hope also with this podcast... As, I, as we discuss this topic of working mothers, I'm sure you guys heard my child a couple times saying, Mom, Mom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just take a minute to really digest what it is that we're saying here and gain an understanding that it's not that we're asking for the entitlement or the favor of it all. It's just the idea to let you guys know that it is difficult being a working mom, whether it's in this industry or any form of business industry, period. You know, it's difficult. It is a task. And um, we've made a lot of strides, but we still have a long way to to go. go. We really do. A long way to go. Figuring it all out of being a really great employee, showing up, being present, doing our best and being rightfully compensated for the work that we put in, but also realizing we're just trying. It's hard. Things come up. Like, I know in the business world where everything has a deadline and a set space and is so organized. Like like today. You know (laughs) what I mean? Life does not work that way. I can't schedule when my son wants to get sick. I wish it was on my vacation time, but it's not. I also cannot schedule when my son wants to throw a temper tantrum. So Seriously. Like, you know what I mean? Or I wish that the school trip was not scheduled on the day that I have to do my presentation. Or on the day where it's like, fuck, I actually just need some sleep because I have an overnight shift that I need to be prepared for. Mm -hmm. So once again, I definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in to Kalo Baby's podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, This one was definitely not what I wanted to talk about as my first segment, but I'm glad I did. I hope this opens your eyes and ears to what it really is like when you're either dating someone that is a working mother or just employing someone that is a working mother Mm -hmm. that's also very difficult you know what i mean so 
this podcast was mainly to give you guys an introduction to what it's like as a working mother because that's what I am. And, and shout out to all the moms out there. Shout out to all the moms. You know, and, and moms come in different forms. You know what I mean? We're not mm-hmm. just talking about the biological experience of carrying your own child. Yeah. Foster moms. You know, surrogate. Mom, surrogate. Oh. Like honestly, just being a maternal figure in someone's life is so important. You know what I mean? So I definitely want to say shout out to all the moms that are doing it. And shout out to the dads because there are dads that do do it by themselves as well. Mm -hmm. So we're not missing a note on you guys either. You know, that is a difficult task, especially especially sorry, as a father that may be raising a daughter. Mm -hmm. That's very difficult to play that role. So, yeah. you know, shout out to all the hardworking we'll parental figures. On that. We will. Maybe we'll do a podcast and on like, dads hot working. Dads can, like, definitely give their, <laughs> give their perspective, single hot dads, about what it's like to She's listen. a horn dog. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. That was a complete joke. Maybe not. Um, so, no, but seriously, like, working dads, I can imagine how hard that must be. You know what I mean? Because it's new. Yeah. It's new. It's, it's definitely new. new. So, on that note... Thank you, thank you, thank you, and once again, thank you for listening to K-Lil Baby's podcast on working in motherhood, and thank you to my beautiful and wonderful co-host, who also happens to be my sister, Shanti. (laughs) She just wants a lot of compliments. I can't do all of that, you know? That's a bit much. But all jokes aside, I really do appreciate you guys tuning in. We do have a podcast tomorrow, and I will be interviewing the lovely CEO of Lashmapolitan. Please be on the lookout. That will be for tomorrow, which is Monday, the 20th, August 2018. I don't really care if it wasn't in the correct order. You know what I'm saying. So tune in Monday, August the 20th. I will be introducing the CEO of Lashmapolitan. I look forward to having you guys all tune in. And once again, thank you to my co-host, Miss Shanti. What up? Have a good one, guys. I hope you tune in. Happy Sunday. Hey guys, it's Kalo Baby. Today we have switched gears for our first segment, or well, for my first segment. Um, I'm going to be talking about working in motherhood, as that's part of the reason why my segment has switched gears for today. Um, The rest of the week will be based on business entrepreneurs. Today we're just doing a bit more of a freelance. I do have my co-host here, who also happens to be blood-related. It's my sister. Hey. So my co-host Shanti here will be assisting me in discussing the topic of working in motherhood. (laughs) Speaking of motherhood. Speaking of motherhood. He wants more chips. All right, so, hey everyone. So, you know, I was very excited. I, what, first, let me introduce myself. My name's Shanti. And when my sister came to me with this idea about talking about motherhood and discussing, I'm like, eh, you know, it's a little dry of a topic. Is anyone gonna be interested? But then I thought about it. I'm like, it's so imperative to talk about this issue because let's face it you know what I mean a lot of the workforce are parents and you know we wanted to really hone in on talking about motherhood as opposed to parenthood which is important to also talk about the hard-working fathers out there definitely want to give them a shout out as well but we definitely wanted to look at some of the hardships that come with being in the workforce and still you know being a uh, awesome kick-ass mom and how hard it is to do the day-to-day activities so i think this is going to be a good podcast what do you think i mean i think so i thought i was going to start off a little boring but i mean (laughs) i mean i think it's good that you guys kind of do get the idea of what it is like to be a mother and working and how hard it is to find that balance of having something for you and then also making the best life that you could possibly make for your child and a lot does come with it today is a perfect example today i was supposed to 
be interviewing Mr. Jay Rich, as you do know, unfortunately, because being a mom, um, I did kind of backfire on being on time. On time, on time, mm -hmm. on time. Is there even such a thing? Like, honestly, I mean, of course, there are some moms that just make it happen and make it look so fucking effortless. Mm -hmm. And fuck you moms i'm joking <laughs> you guys are really awesome i'm kidding but honestly though like some moms make it look like it's so easy, easy. like they come out looking fabulous no spit up on their freaking shirt and their hair is coiffed and look fucking great and they come to work on time and they're on top of shit i'm like that sometimes but not all the fucking time um you know so there's a little there's a little uh I guess you can say statistic that says that people that are procrastinators are a lot smarter. I like to believe so because I'm a big procrastinator. Then but... I'm a genius. <laughs> I'm legit with Einstein then. We're all geniuses. <laughs> because it's hard. It's hard to find that time to say, okay, if you want me here by 3 o'clock, can I be here by 3? I mean, I can promise you I can be there by 4. Yeah. And, you know, like to kind of go off of that, we were kind of discussing the idea of if workplaces in general, regardless of what sector you work in, if there was more accommodations made for moms, would we be better employees? Like if, if we weren't so stringent on deadlines and I mean, be here exactly at 8.55 in the morning. If you said, you know what, if you're gonna come here at 9.30, make up the time afterwards. Yeah. Or can I drop my son to soccer, watch his game, and then come back to the <laughs> office? Like, would we be better employees? I know that sounds absolutely batshit crazy, but I think, yeah. A lot of my, my places, employment, it was the stringency that really killed the vibe and, and really didn't work for me, was the fact that my life is hectic being a mom. Mm -hmm. I have a beautiful six-year-old son and things happen you know mm -hmm. what i mean mm -hmm. i have to bring him to t-ball and i can't stay at the office to chit chat and finish that extra bit of paperwork because i have stuff to do but also this is what pays my bills so i do take working seriously so i'm not trying to make light of the responsibilities at hand of working and all the things that come along with that and you know what i mean everybody mm -hmm. has a life i get that but what i'm just saying is if it was a little bit more lax if there was more fluidity in the workplace and i also think that it is a bit difficult to be on time and it's not to say that mothers are people that don't know how to adhere to deadlines or adhere to a certain scheduled clock but when life becomes less about you and more about somebody else it is a bit difficult and you do put your child first in everything that you do whether it's a job whether it's an interview whether it's a relationship your set priority is how does my child fit into this mm -hmm. every single time and um i think that's why it is kind of difficult to find a balance of being completely consistent with being on time yeah and i would love to show up to things at three o'clock on the dot but when you have to get a toddler ready who is kicking and screaming because they'd like to put their clothes on by themselves even though they're putting it on backwards or not even getting their head in the hole of the shirt Preach. it makes it a little bit difficult to be on time and you don't want to forget things all kids are different if your son has an allergy you need to make sure the medications in the bag if he has asthma the puffer needs to be in the bag wipes diapers all that stuff is critical when packing and to even you know elaborate a little bit more this journey is not just dealing with young children because I feel that the obstacles quite literally transcend as your child grows older you know what I mean like as I mentioned my son's six and while he's far more independent he's still a child and I still have to worry about other parts of motherhood that are you know what I mean still difficult like okay so I'm working on this it's for work I need my zen space to really get this stuff done there's a deadline mom I need to tell you about this show what happened at school those very imperative conversations for me to know what is going on in my child's life, but I'm super busy. Mm -hmm. And I've been putting off this project at work for so long. It's like, where is the time? You have to get him in bed by a certain time. 
you know what I mean, then wake up and do it all over again. So it's it's difficult. I can only imagine as they get older, you think it would get easier, but then you also worry about, uh-oh, he's 13. <laughs> or she. We keep saying he, but yeah, or she. Or she. We do keep saying he. I think it's just because we're both raising sons. Yeah, and the idea that, okay, now they're okay to be home by themselves. That, oh, come on, guys, be honest. Some of the funnest things you did is when your mom was at work, okay? And you had the house to yourself and you're on a deadline as well to be like, okay, get everybody out by this time because you know the key's going to turn at this specific time. You know what I mean? But anyways, it's just, it transcends like, okay, now that they're home alone, what could happen? We hear so many horrible things out there Mm -hmm. in the world, on the news, and you're like, wow, being a mom can be hard and working, but it needs to be done, so... I definitely want to talk about it. It's a kick-ass job. I need you guys to, you know, really touch base when it comes to your mothers. You know, we take them for granted at times, and um, they've gone through a lot in order to accommodate the lifestyles that we have now. Mm -hmm. And And when we were talking about this, it was so interesting because we were like, are we being spoiled little bratty moms? Because let's be fair. Well, we're not going to go into our whole dissertation about our careers currently, but we work, okay? We get, <laughs> we get that money is what we, we do. We get that shit done. We, we secure the bag. We get it done, but we were looking and we were like, dude, our mo- we're, you know, products of immigrant parents, and when they came here, it was a lot harder to be a mom then, and... It's still hard now, but it was different hardships, right? Like, we are fortunate enough to say we have one job that can pay our bills. Mm -hmm. It was the norm for our moms to have two, three jobs, legit. And it was very communal back then. So it was like, okay, auntie watches us for this time. Grandma got us on the weekend. (laughs) You know what I mean? And And everything was fine because they were assured, our mom was assured that, She's doing what's best yes. to give us a better life and to see her hardworking inspired us to be hardworking individuals as well. Mm-hmm. And also, everybody, all hands were on deck because they saw our mom say, okay, she's not chilling at home. She's not partying. She's legit going She's not going to do her nails. You know what I mean? I'm a big nails person, by the way. Yeah, which is not <laughs> a problem because we need that. But I'm telling you, it's it's hard. We're lucky that we have one job that does what we need to get done. But what about those people that have to work three jobs just to make ends meet? You know what I mean? It's really, really hard. You know what also is hard? Trying to get a clean podcast going and your child keeps saying, uh, more, mom, more, because he wants more chips. Listen, there's only so much chips I can eat in a day. If it was ice cream, it'd be a different story, you know? It's a little bit easier. But, um, you know, being... There are joys to being a parent and working, especially as a mother, you you get to have something for yourself as much as there is that mommy guilt you get to have that that something to reassure you like you know what i'm a hard-working mom i get shit done i need something for myself i want something to make me feel a bit whole again not to say that your child doesn't but when you do have a kid you do have a lot of selflessness and you kind of forget who you are you forget what what it is about yourself that made people attracted to you, made you want to go out and have conversations, which, by the way, as a mom, you learn, fuck, I don't want to talk to anybody. Fuck, I'd rather just be by myself. It's ten times fucking easier. But, um... But there's many reasons for that, too. Like, I know she sounds very emo in saying that, but what <laughs> happens is a lot of things that come with motherhood that they don't prep you for, like mommy guilt, mommy shaming... You know what I mean? I've been on both sides of the fence. This is Shanti speaking, by the way. But yeah, I've been on both sides of the fence where I was a stay-at-home mom. Super duper awesome. Made all the best meals in the world. Uh, She can really cook, by the way. I I really throw down. She throws down in the kitchen. (laughs) But like legit, I was able to bring him to extracurricular activities. I was able to make awesome meals. I even started homeschooling my son since he was like two. So I was really super duper hands on deck. Then, you know, bills needed to be paid. So I went back into the workforce. And then I started to feel that guilt. Like, oh my gosh, I'm missing these very pivotal moments in my child's life. Is it all worth it? Because here's the real big question. And this is where, you know, bills need to be paid. We all, everything really to survive in this world, it takes money. 
But I had that hard question, which I would love to hear from you guys and see how you felt. What is your child going to remember? Is he going to remember the Jordans? Is he going to remember that cute shirt and that vacation or the time? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That you spent. And it's we when we start working, you start to say, oh, well, I'm going to compensate by buying him these stuff, bringing him to these awesome places. Mm -hmm. But it's hard. And then you see some moms, as we started off the podcast, by saying that seems like they have it all the fuck together. They don't. They don't. <laughs> or if so, they have so much fucking help. Like, honestly, they do. I think so. Maybe I'm hating. Who knows? Who knows? But I mean, <laughs> as a as a mom too, there's no such thing as convenient time. There's also no such thing as idle time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I would love to say that's one of the biggest things my sister has taught me about, which also happens to be Shanti, by the way. Um, you know, there is no such thing as idle time as a mom. You You have to be able to prep yourself for a lot of things when your child is about to start school. Mm-hmm. Um when they want to take on an extracurricular activity all those things come into play when they do say hey i want to go to tom or lisa's house to hang out those things are big things you know what i mean those are things you have to prep yourself for i don't want julian to go anywhere by the way (laughs) um and in the in the sense of having convenient time there is no convenient time because you know if your kid is sleeping you should be sleeping but that time is used to do laundry yep. to plan out your work schedule to plan out Lil baby's podcast and and you know what like i experienced mommy guilt on a real level mm-hmm. so i actually got to attend uh, a field trip for my son and it i am going to be completely honest with you it did not come on the heels of just hey this is what i'm supposed to do i was working I had scheduled my vacation time to do appointments, which is another thing. Like, employees, employers, sorry, that are listening, our sick days are used for our kids, okay? (laughs) Kids, okay? Sick (laughs) days are not used for fun. That is not a drill. That is the truth. Like, seriously, uh, we love our babies, but they're germ magnets. And a lot of the times, we use our sick days to bring them to the doctor. We use our sick days to, you know, legitimately do all the things that we don't get to do when we're working. But as I mentioned about mommy girl, so my son came to me and I will definitely not say any names. He was like, oh, so-and-so's mom comes to all the field trips, mom. Why don't you come to the field trips? And then I spoke to the person and she's an awesome lady, by the way. And she only works part-time. And I was like, how fortunate that she's able to work part-time and come to these field trips. My son doesn't care about that. He wants to know why is my ass not at these field trips all the damn time. So I let him know. I said, I'm going to try my hardest. And I came and I had a fantastic time. But Mommy Gil came in because she's the lady, the mom. She was so cool. But she was like, oh, why don't you just come to this? Why don't you just come to that? As if I am the CEO of where I was working. So I was like, really, dude, I can't make it to everything. But... That's why I say it's it's a juggling act, but I was so happy to make it to that specific field trip. I did not make it to any fucking others <laughs> because it's a production, right? Like, I was really involved. I made the best of it, helped with all the kids. It was so much fun. But you know what I mean? That mommy girl came in when she was like, why don't you just come to that? As if, like, duh, I do it. Why don't you do it? And then we realized we have complete different circumstances. Circumstances. You know, and that's important to really note that we shouldn't make people feel guilty for what they got to do. You we know shouldn't. what I mean? And you know, that that just boils down into general life on a whole. I think a lot of people guilt trip individuals because they feel entitled to certain things. And um, that sense of entitlement, guys, you gotta fucking lose it. Because let's be honest, you have a life, I have a life, the next person beside you has a life. If you look to the left, look to the right, you guys are not walking the same paths. So, I need you guys to remember, don't look at whose grass is greener. Because, fuck, as green as it is, you don't know if they ask somebody to like, hey, go to Canadian Tire and get that grass that I can put on. And you know the interesting thing is, to kind of go off what Kay's saying, it's it's kind of... I know some people are listening and like, well, aren't you talking about entitlement? You're a mom. You chose to have a child mm-hmm. and you need to make money. So why do we care what is going on in your child? Show up, do your job, shut up. I get that idea a hundred percent. But why I really want to have this conversation is 
if things are tweaked a bit, we're not asking for us to get paid and not do shit. We're just saying if there was more understanding, more empathy of how working mothers' lives work, mm-hmm. wouldn't we be better employees? Like, imagine, think about this. All the moms, all the people listening, not even just the moms, the fathers that have to help out and pick their babies up too. If there was daycare on site, how fucking awesome would that be? How? Whoa, what a life. Woo-cha. I think every mom would be on time. We would. I really do. Because that, that commute to drop my son off to daycare, then come into the office, like if there was a daycare on site, come on. I could even stay later at the office. I don't know if I'd stay later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all you that. You hear that, my employer? That's Shanti. I would stay later at the Shanti would stay later. <laughs> Kilo baby ain't got much time for that. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I got a life to live. I like to do things. I like to go out. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. I like to have a drink. You know what I mean? So, like, if we had on-site... Some places do, but many places don't. That's You know true. what I mean? Yeah. Or if they could... And you know what I, I learned about, too? Is... Being a mom, it kind of creates a environment of dishonesty. Because, as I mentioned to you, I'm sorry, employees that are listening, but it's true. No, we did not have a cold seven times in the month of February. What really happened was my son had a cough on Friday. I couldn't get an appointment until Wednesday (laughs) of the following week. Then I realized that he has this little rash that should go to the dermatologist. You know what I mean? But we can't say that because then we seem like we're a problem for having real life issues with our child. That and then I think it's also us asking for, I don't want to say favors, but we're kind of looking for people to be a little bit more sympathetic for us. And guess what? I'm not. I'm not a charity case. So that's the last thing I want. But it's to just have that more initial understanding of I am a mom. I do have a lot going on, and I'm taking care of a completely other human. Us as humans, we're so used to just coming into this world and mainly focusing on ourselves. Not to say that we don't care about our families or significant others, but we're so used to just focusing on us, making bank for us. So, you know, it's a it's a hard adjustment to come into and want to, I guess, say we we deserve a bit more of an extra accommodation. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to balance yourself a bit better. And for me, this is Kalo baby. I want to say I'm sorry to all employers where I have been late and have used the excuse of, oh, my kid wasn't feeling that great. Not that it's an excuse. It's a fact, man. It is a fact, but you know, to them, it's an excuse. Yep, and I just true. like to let you know, daycares, daycares is what make your children the most susceptible to a cold, to a sickness, to a germ, Shout to an to anything. Daycares. Thanks, daycares. We appreciate <laughs> no, y'all. No, I mean, let's face it. You know, they do help us. Daycares are great facilities. They're private, public, all that good stuff. And they allow us to go to work. So we're not trying to knock that. But I'm telling you, things only moms could understand. Like, how does my child have a runny nose for six months? Or how come, how come when I pick up my kid, um, he looks like, hello, sir, is there any more food? Like, dude, they, we send them looking presentable, and then you're almost wondering if that's still our child. Like, no, literally. I'm just asking you, send him back clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, send him back with a fresh face like he just walked you off know the runway. You teachers hate us right now. You guys are awesome and superstars, and we appreciate you. But we're just saying, these are all things of a working mom. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, there's a lot of shit to get done. So, you know, I mean, I definitely would like to leave this podcast on a note of working in motherhood is not easy. Mm-hmm. To the kick-ass mothers that do it, Power to you, kudos to you, You awards to you. I have to say something because I know we're going to get black for this for sure. Stay at home, moms work. They do. I've been on both sides of the fence. They do work. So a lot of people uh, might hear this and be like, oh, because I 
put my key in the ignition and legit drive and go no when i was at home i was so sleep deprived being a stay-at-home mom because you almost feel like you have a higher standard you have to adhere to you right? do you know people are like oh you get to sleep all day have you lost your ever loving mind fuck let's all sleep all day you know seriously like when your son has a million questions and they want to eat every five minutes and you're thinking okay i'm not gonna let the tv raise him so let's go take a walk <laughs> let's go do this let's go so stay-at-home moms you guys are all part of this conversation as well you guys work very very hard and i hope also with this podcast as i as we discuss this topic of working mothers i'm sure you guys heard my child a couple times saying mom mom mm-hmm. so you know, just take a minute to really digest what it is that we're saying here and gain an understanding that it's not that we're asking for the entitlement or the favor of it all. It's just the idea to let you guys know that it is difficult being a working mom, whether it's in this industry or any form of business industry, period. You know, it's difficult. It is a task. And... um We've made a lot of strides, but we still have a long way to go. To go. We really do. A long way of to go. Of figuring it all out. Of being a really great employee, showing up, being present, doing our best, and being rightfully compensated for the work that we put in, but also realizing we're just trying. It's hard. Things come up. Like, I know in the business world where everything has a deadline and a set space and is so organized. Like today. Like that. You know <laughs> what I mean? Life does not work that way. I can't schedule when my son wants to get sick. I wish it was on my vacation time, but it's not. I also cannot schedule when my son wants to throw a temper tantrum. So Seriously. Like, you know what I mean? Or I wish that the school trip was not scheduled on the day that I have to do my presentation. Or on the day where it's like, fuck, I actually just need some sleep because I have an overnight shift that I need to be prepared for. Mm -hmm. So once again, I definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in to K-Lil Baby's podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, This one was definitely not what I wanted to talk about as my first segment, but I'm glad I did. I hope this opens your eyes and ears to what it really is like when you're either dating someone that is a working mother or just employing someone that is a working mother Mm -hmm. that's also very difficult you know what i mean so this podcast was mainly to give you guys an introduction to what it's like as a working mother because that's what i am and And shout out to all the moms out there shout out to all the moms and and moms come in different forms you know what i mean we're not mm -hmm. just talking about the biological experience of carrying your own child foster moms you know surrogate surrogate like honestly just being a maternal figure in someone's life is so important you know what I mean? So I definitely want to say shout out to all the moms that are doing it. And shout out to the dads because there are dads that do do it by themselves as well. Mm-hmm. So we're not missing a note on you guys either. You know, that is a difficult task, especially especially sorry as a father that may be raising a daughter. Mm-hmm. That's very difficult to play that role. So, yeah. you know, shout out to all the hardworking we'll parental podcast figures. On that. We will. Maybe we'll do a podcast some, on like, dads dads can like definitely give their <laughs> give their perspective single hot dads about what it's like to she's live. a horn dog i'm kidding i'm kidding that was a complete joke maybe not um so no but seriously like working dads i can imagine how hard that must be you know what i mean because it's new yeah, it's new it's new. definitely new so on that note thank you thank you thank you and once again thank you for listening to K-Lil Baby's podcast on working in motherhood. And thank you to my beautiful and wonderful co-host, who also happens to be my sister, Shanti. (laughs) She just wants a lot of compliments. I can't do all of that. Like, you know, that's a bit much. But all jokes aside, I really do appreciate you guys tuning in. We do have a podcast tomorrow. And I will be interviewing the lovely... CEO of Lashmapolitan, please be on the lookout. That will be for tomorrow, which is Monday, the 20th, August 2018. I don't really care if it wasn't in the correct order. You know what I'm saying. So tune in Monday, August the 20th. I will be introducing the CEO of Lashmapolitan. I look forward to having you guys all tune in. And once again, thank you to my co-host, Miss Shanti. What up?
have a good one, guys. Happy I hope Sunday. you tune in. Happy Sunday.